Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. We tend to think that if we know something, then we are something. We are that. And that's, of course, what school conditions us to do. You know a lot about blah, blah, blah. You know a lot about blah, blah. You were able to regurgitate all of these facts on this test. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from Clear and Open. It's easy to say, don't make excuses, but it's one thing to say it and quite another to know how to actually do that. And something else entirely to apply it to your life. Knowing something is not being something. Making excuses or not is a moment to moment awareness, one you have to have every day for the rest of your life. Or not depends on what's important to you. Many people spend their entire lives making excuses that they don't own up to. Do you want to be one of those people? Could be that you are and you don't even realize it. This episode was originally recorded as part of the Claiming Self-Authority course, available at courses.clearandopen.com. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in their lives and businesses. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, just open up the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let us begin. Welcome to session 10 of Claiming Self-Authority. We're almost done. It's the penultimate episode. Try to look for opportunities to bring that word into common usage whenever possible. It's kind of dying out, penultimate. People, People have been using penultimate as like better than ultimate, like more ultimate. That's a slippery slope. That's how a word gets destroyed. It's not what it means. Penultimate is second to last. It's analogous to Übermorgen in German, which is the day after tomorrow. We don't have a word for the day after tomorrow. We have to say the day after tomorrow. It's a lot of words. And that's what we're going to talk about today. German compound nouns like Schildkröte, which is their word for turtle, literally means shield toad. A toad with a shield. Also, the word for skunk is stinktier, which literally means stink animal. I could go on. It's very entertaining, right? They're so literal. Okay. So, um, any digestions or questions? I've got a lot I want to talk about today, but if anybody has anything hot, I'm game. Oh, and I've got some rank announcements. So, while you're thinking about if you have something hot, I'll remember the thing I almost forgot. It's rhymed, so it must be true. Liz is here. Yes, Liz, congratulations. You are now orange sixth class. She already knew that. Well done. Liz, you have scraped yourself off of something. 
up above something. You, you, you had some subtle ways in which responsibility was a value of yours, but you weren't really living it to some degree. And that's what earned you orange here. Really, you're in yellow territory, but I don't like to skip ranks because yellow will now be even better for you. So thank you for your hard work. Athir. Is Athir here? Yes, there you are. Athir. Also, orange, sixth class. Now, Athir, for Athir, there's a context achievement here. For Athir, just applying for rank was a big deal because she could have had orange a long time ago. So I invite you to look at the gap there. It's wonderful humility and underestimating oneself and the nobility of I could do better. That's wonderful. It's far better than arrogance, of course. But after a while, it starts to be kind of like, all right, how is it useful to think of yourself as less than you are? Because that's how people hide in humility in our world. Thank you for being here, Athir. It's a pleasure. Who's next? Zach Green, fourth class. Oh, Zach. You, you feel like a little brother to me, so it's ha- always hard for me to find words for you. I want to say I can't wait to see what you become, but that's not even really right. It's more like I so enjoy getting to see who you are becoming. You're on a, a, a fast track that I'm only a little bit of an influence of. You're, you're, you're soul-level driven, and uh, whatever you decide to do, it's going to be awesome, I know. And your questions are so powerful that a part of me hates you for it. (laughs) Every time you ask a question, there's a part that's kind of like cowering, like, oh no, am I going to be able to answer Zach's question? And that's a compliment. That's a compliment. Well, purple, second class. You have earned that. Well, you are a, a walking embodiment of your own virtues the significant majority of the time. And now it's time to take that out and take you out for a spin in the world and see what can happen. Uh, You are kindness wrapped in skin and that's eroded a little bit of your natural edge, but you're beginning to reclaim that without losing the kindness at all, which is of course the trick. Thank you, Well, It's a pleasure to have you. Okay. For those of you who did not apply to rank, of course, the question is why not? And we're going to talk about excuses today. So maybe that will help. It's funny. I was just talking to a client yesterday. Um, we were talking about rank and he, he'd studied some karate and he said, well, in the, in the karate tradition, he knew they, uh, you would be asked by the teacher to apply for rank. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because that's in the three different martial arts that I've studied semi-seriously, well, seriously or semi-seriously, it was the complete opposite. You had to ask, you had to advocate for it. And so that's the way I do it here. And the reason I like that is because, because it's self-authority, because it's self-advocacy. You're saying, I think I got this. And then a good martial arts teacher will be like, okay, you think you're ready for X test? And they'll put you out in front of people at the end of class or here and there and say, they'll just call you up. Just to see, you know, it looks fine when no one's watching, but what happens when you got 25 people watching you do it? And then they support you 
to see where, how, where, and how you're not there yet. And they, a good teacher will, in my opinion, they'll make you ask for the test, but then they won't let you take the test until they know you'll pass it. And that's my conditioning and that's how I hold it. So it hasn't happened yet, I don't think, but I look forward to the day where somebody tells me about a rank they want to apply for and then I give them a quest. I've always imagined that would happen. It just hasn't happened yet that we're, where there's some gap between where they are and where I think they need to be. And, you know, so I want them to write, you know, a five page paper on caretaking or wear a green tracksuit to a black tie dinner, something, you know, something that challenges something. Yeah. Looking for opportunities to do that, but it hasn't been necessary yet. So good. Fine. Okay. Anybody have anything hot before we dive into excuses? All right, then. So I want to talk about excuses today because I've been encountering some recently and excuses are a part of the code. But any part of the code is something you could spend days and days and days investigating and talking about. It's highly condensed. I know it looks really simple, but it took me a really long time to whittle it down. So it says something about own your mistakes, don't make excuses. Implied in that is quite a lot. And this is where embodiment of the code, embodiment of self-authority really comes to bear. Because it's one thing to learn a lot about what we're talking about. It's deceptively easy to do clear and open or any teaching like this, certainly not the only one, in your head. But where the rubber meets the road is how you show up. And because we're all conditioned to think that we are our minds, insert meditation for awakening course here, because we think that we are our minds, we tend to think that if we know something, then we are something. We are that. And that's, of course, what school conditions us to do. You know a lot about blah, blah, blah. You know a lot about blah, blah. You are able to regurgitate all of these facts on this test, oh, that says something about who you are as a person. Actually, no, not really. Not much. Not much at all. So you could, for example, be able to, oh, here's an example. Yeah, I've worked with several psychiatrists uh, as a business coach, people who you know, had decades of experience and hundreds of people below them in hospitals and all that. And they were some of the most immature, deluded people I've ever met. The shoemaker's son has no shoes, as we often say in the consulting industry. The accountants don't budget, the marketers don't brand, and the psychiatrists don't look at themselves. Now, what explains that? And this is common among therapists. It's a lot of people will get into, especially if it's a teaching role, the, there's the, uh, we teach what we most need to learn. That's sort of one side of the coin. And the other side side of the coin is, the shadow side is those who can't do teach. So a therapist, for example, very often will be drawn to working to help people mature as a means to not actually do it. And then they create a self-image that makes it look and appear as if they embody what they teach. 
but it's all image. You ever met a therapist, for example, who talks in this kind of affected way? And I'm really curious about, you know, like that, that's self-image. They can't separate who they are from the role they're playing. And I did that as a coach, probably between year two and five of what I was doing. In one way, it's inevitable, I think. You have to fall into over-identifying with whatever you're skilled at so that you can go, whoa, I'm doing that, and then stop it. But some people don't. So embodiment is a lot like responsibility. You're only as responsible as the last moment. You're only as embodied of your own virtues, your own code, as the last moment. So do not, do not, do not look at the code or the virtues and then be like, okay, well, I'm pretty good at that or largely good at that or whatever, and then put it down. That's not what it's for. It's not to become a piece of your self-image. It's to become a moment-to-moment juxtaposition, a moment-to-moment, what's the word? A moment-to-moment reflection for where you're at. And you could have 364 days of being quite virtuous and then fall flat on your face the next day. And if you have a self-image that you're a virtuous person, you're not going to look at that. You ever get in an argument with someone where you're trying to get them, trying to hold them accountable? And I think I talked about this before. And you push them and you push them and push them and they go, I'm a good person. (laughs) Like, what? What does that have to do with anything? Sure, you're a good person, just like everybody. We're not talking about your existential state as a human being as if there were such a thing. We're talking about how you showed up in this moment. Now, can you set aside who you think you are as some kind of noun and look at how you just showed up? Because that's how you get better, you see. Was that uh, Wiles sent me, and I think posted that... uh, Quote, uh, the, the, the shadow is the candle from Rumi. The reason you don't focus on the light is because the light takes care of itself. It's already there and always will be. So this idea we have popular in business culture of focus on your strengths. It's true in that you don't want to have a job and a set of responsibilities that doesn't match up with your strengths. It really ought to. But Inside that context, assuming you're minimally qualified to perform the job because of your strengths, you focus on your weaknesses as much as you can. Because only ego needs to, have, needs to be patted on the back at the end of every day saying, good job, you did it, good job, you did it, good job, you did it, day after day after day after day. Why would you need that? Only if you have deep wells of unconscious shame and insecurity. A mature person says, okay, fine, it was a good enough day. How could I have done better? How can I do better tomorrow? Where did I fall down? Because that's how you learn. But in the participation trophy culture in which we live, to work around and away from the shame triggers, we have great difficulty looking at where we screw up. We're all flawed, everyone. We all make mistakes. 
What's the problem? What's the problem? It's only a problem if you have some narcissistic need and wells of shame to not have anyone know about what your flaws are. Now that can take some significant therapy to work through. So I'm not saying you should just have that. I'm saying if you don't have that, find a good therapist and work your shame issues. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.